You are now listening to The Harmonious Hustle, where we redefine what it means to be a woman on fire. I'm Nicole Sylvester, best-selling author and success coach for boss babes ready to make bold moves. In this podcast, we'll discuss all things purpose, pleasure, and profits. You should know, I am obsessed with sparking unrealistic upgrades in your life and business. It's my true intention to convince you to say, hell yes, to your wildest dreams. If you and I haven't connected yet, I would love to hear from you. Let's connect on Instagram. And while you're there, be sure to check out my free Money Energetics training series. Scope my page while you're there for other freebies and support. I am so glad you're here. Let's get started. So handling rejection. I want you to think about the last time that you were rejected for something. And if you haven't been rejected recently, why not? And I know that doesn't sound like something that we want to go chasing, but if you're an entrepreneur and you're seeking to get uncomfortable and to expand into new territory, then you've got to be asking the scary questions. You've got to be stepping into the scary rooms. You've got to show up. And to get the really big leaps, you're going to find yourself in a gap, the gap from where you are to where you want to go. And we can advance by showing up fully, boldly, unapologetically, all those things that you know I love to talk about. But let's talk about rejection because that's bound to happen in all of these things. And I was inspired because this week I got rejected. And I got rejected a few times. And it wasn't the first time or the first week that I've been rejected. And it was with my book, which is super personal. I mean, it is my life story. So if someone says, no, I don't think so. Kind of sucks, right? It's hard to say, like, don't take it personal when it's you. It's not me saying, hey, would you like to buy this lotion? Would you like to buy this shake? It's like, would you like to buy into me? Well, rejection also comes up in dating, friendship. Let's just leave it at relationship building. There's times where we apply for jobs and we don't get them. We can feel rejected in the moment to moment. Do you want to go to the mall with me? Do you want to help me cook dinner? These are things I say to my daughter, right? You ask your friend, do you want to go to yoga tonight? I mean, there's rejection is a thing. And sometimes if we are so external that we're paying attention to all of this and putting our lovability, our value, our worth in the hands of others, they didn't even ask for it. But we unknowingly give it, we can feel crushed, right? We can feel crushed when some things happen. So the reason I bring this up is because it is really, it's really important. And I want you to get rejected this month. And I know that sounds crazy. I know it sounds crazy. I'm I'm laughing at myself right now. Like I just asked them to get rejected, but I want you to, I want you to, I want you to, because when you get rejected, there's a yes coming. A yes is coming. And if you get rejected, that means you're getting uncomfortable. You're asking the big, scary things. And what's better than that? It's not going to be a no forever, but you've got to be willing to hear the no's before you get to the yes. So I want you to explore something that you've desired 
something that you'd like to experience. Maybe it's inviting someone on your podcast. Maybe it's starting a podcast, but you can't really get rejected from that. But actually, no, I, I take that back. You can in an un, like it's an indirect kind of way in the sense that you could put out a podcast and nobody's going to listen. So that level of rejection makes you not want to start it. But why wouldn't we show up and do the things we want because we're afraid of what someone else thinks? And why wouldn't we go after the big yes? Because there may be some no's along the way. So what if we just anticipated that right now, oh, there's going to be some no's. The no's are coming. So what if we just took it as it's a rite of passage? I have to get through these no's. I know there's a book or there's a book on this and I don't want to, it's called go for the no. I don't know who, I haven't read the book, but I remember when I was working in finance, selling life insurance and financial products and all that stuff, I met with a woman for lunch and she was telling me that her coach told her to read this book called go for no, because if she's counting the no's and let's say you're going after 10 no's, there's going to be like two yeses in there, maybe more, maybe less. It's going to change as you get better. Maybe you'll change who you're asking. You'll shift your audience a bit. But this month, because it's the end of the year, 2018 is a memory almost. As I record this right now, it is the 7th, the 6th. My bad. It's the 6th of December. And I'm going to get off here and finish decorating my Christmas tree and do those things. And that's where we're at. What's your legacy for 2018? I want you to get uncomfortable and do something that's going to get you quantum leaping into 2019. 2019, it's a new year. But every minute, every moment, you get to become new again. And that's what I love about life is that we can decide right now it's going to be something new. But if we're saying, you know what, I'm going after this thing and I don't care what anyone else says. I don't care how many no's I get. This is done. I know it's done. So I don't know about the terrain I'm going to have to trek on my way to the top of that mountain, but I'm going to the top of that mountain. And I love that. Because when we get into that space, we can shake off all the things. We can shake it off much easier because we're focused on the top of the mountain and everything along the path is kind of irrelevant. We take what we need from it, but we keep on trucking. And I was reminded of something this week, and this is what I want to share with all of you, is that I realized I was getting kind of lazy. And not lazy in the traditional sense of like, didn't want to do anything, didn't want to work. It wasn't like that. I was showing up and doing all the things, but I forgot. I forgot about the hustle side of life. Of course, we got to keep it harmonious. We got to know our why. When we know our why, we find our flow. We are aligned. We are magnetic. We move on purpose. But the hustle part, to me, hustle is resourcefulness. And what I recognized was that I was not being my normal resourceful self. I started looking back at 2017 when I had the most profound transformation in my business. 
my business leveled up like crazy. And I looked at it and I'm like, how the hell did I go from 12,000 to 200 to 4,000 in one year? I want to do that again times five. Like, I just, I, I just want to do this again. I want to play. But I didn't look at what was different in my way of being. And I was not afraid of the hustle. And when I say hustle and resourcefulness, I wasn't just trying to do it online. So I realized where I had become lazy was like I had been in the comfort of, you know, my, my place, nice and comfy, going to all the restaurants I like to go to, going on all the trips, talking to people that know and love me, keeping it cozy. I was keeping it cozy. And does it still look like success? Yeah, because I'm here, right? Like I, I've, I'm not struggling. But when I look at where I want to go, this big, bigger version of me, the more expansive version of me, the one that is impacting all the people, and I look at what I really want to do with my book, I realized, girl, you better hustle. You got to get out there. You got to meet the people. You got to do all the things. And when I really dug in, I realized it was because I was sick of getting no. And I never had that conversation with myself. I just realized that kind of heard the nose and I was like, you know what? Mm-hmm. You know what? I'm not, these books, my book isn't like able to go in the stores. That's just the way it is. I had unknowingly agreed to this. And that's not who I am. And I know it's not who you are. Because we are human and our spirit is so powerful that it just activates us in such a way that is superhuman. When we're willing and when we're ready. So I I leaned into that this week. And leaning into that, I recognized, you know what? As I slap my hand down on my book right now, (laughs) this is not a book that is meant to be forgotten. I did not write this book to, to listen to someone tell me no at Barnes and Noble when I know it's been done by other people. And while it may not be the majority of people, it may be the exception, I am an exception. And some of you may be like, you're arrogant, Nicole. You're kind of crazy. <laughs> I don't know what you're thinking. It's, it's none of my business. But what I'm, my hopes are for you is that you recognize that this, this declaration, this recommitment that I had in my life, I, I want you to look at your life and ask where can you can recommit and recognize that you are not basic. You are not average. You are not here to live mediocre. But you're going to face opposition, part of the path. And really, it's part of life. So this is your time. It's time to step up. It's time to step out. It's time to ask what can I do? What can I ask? And maybe, maybe it's inviting someone to one of your live events. Maybe it's having a live event. Holy crap, right? So there's different ways to be rejected. You may be afraid to ask someone to be on your book, for instance. Like I'm going to give you an example. When I asked Lori Harder, who is kind of plastered on the front of my book, Um, if you don't know Lori Harder, you should definitely check her out. I was in Chris Harder's mastermind and it definitely changed my life, changed my relationships. But I remember, you know, I have Michael Beckwith, who was my teacher and I asked him, but I, I didn't feel afraid asking him because he knew me. I knew him. 
I had been showing up at all his things, like, you know, a disciple of his. And when I asked him, I, I had a feeling he would say yes. But when I asked Lori, I didn't really have a strong relationship with Lori. We met at a Tony Robbins event. We go to the same soul cycle, but I had more of a relationship with Chris. And, but something I was like, you know what? I need a woman on this book. I need a woman on this book. I need a badass woman on this book. I need a, a woman that I look up to. But I didn't ask her, like, I remember sitting at Cafe Gratitude where I loved to just go and, and sit and to reflect and have, you know, my key. I also wrote like probably a third of my book there. <laughs> and I was at Cafe Gratitude and I remember having this, this aha, like I should ask Lori. But holy crap, that feels really scary. And I remember feeling it in my stomach, the fear of rejection, the fear of not being worthy. I don't know what the hell that feeling was, but it was right in my solar plexus. And when I felt that, I knew it was a signal that I had to freaking ask. I had to ask. And I pulled out my phone and I went to text Chris because I think I'd just been to Chris's home to do a you know private session with him for the mastermind. And and I don't know. I was just like, I don't know. Is this okay to ask? But it was like a, who am I to ask? Why would, you know, why would she want to say yes to this? It was all these little narratives that we hear when we're about to ask for something that we would love to have as our truth and now part of our lives. And um, it was really funny. So I just sent the message and I felt all the feelings, all the physical kickback. And I think it's so important. I'm not even going to say, I think I know it's so important. And this is why awareness work is part of the harmony in our hustle. Because we got to watch what's happening. Notice where your body gives you kickback, right? So I sent the message. I had all the physical kickback. And I even told Chris, because, you know, I like to keep it real and authentic because it just takes the pressure off for me. So I was like, I don't even know why, but I feel really scared asking this <laughs> or like really nervous asking this. But I was willing to get the no. And funny enough, that's one of the things that Chris and Lori teach too is like put yourselves in the, in the rooms where you're uncomfortable, you're intimidated and all that stuff. So it's kind of cool. Now it's, it's there and she said yes, but what if she said no, right? That's something that happens. And also I've got a ton of no's since then in other things and other ways. But here's what I want you to, to, to really anchor into today is that a no is something that's temporary, circumstantial. It's not who you are. It does not ever diminish your human value. So let's just really anchor into that. A no does not diminish your human value. There's really nothing that diminishes your human value. Like there's a part of us that cannot be touched by any of these things. I mean, if you read my book, if you've read it, you understand that. And I, I really drive that home. There's a part of us that can always be accessed in that your net worth, the narratives that you have told yourself or that people have told you about yourself, really irrelevant when it comes to your human value. So when we're really anchored in 
and aware that we are worthy and that there is a way that life organizes for us. So there could be some no's, but there's a yes, there's a yes coming. But then the most important thing we can do is not reject ourselves. We cannot reject ourselves. To understand that you're worthy is to declare that I will not abandon you, self. Yes, there's going to be no's on this path. Yes, things are not going to work out. But I refuse to abandon myself on this journey. And what that really means is that you will not abandon your dream, your desire, because you know, or maybe you don't know, maybe this is the first time you've listened to me, but our desires are a direct call to action from the divine. And my friend, you cannot abandon that. When you abandon that, it's to say no to what is giving you life. It's to say no to your abundance that is emerging through you as an idea. It's not on accident. These are not some crazy things that are just coming to you that are not for you. It's for you. And the moment that you recognize that this is for you and anything that's for me, I refuse to abandon. What if you took that on as a practice for your own life? What would that look like? So coming home to that truth, coming home to this commitment to not abandon yourself, it will serve you on the path to saying yes, the biggest yeses, and also comfort you when you get the no's. So take this day to do the work, the inner work. Get your spiritual stamina up. Keep it up through the practices day in and day out. You deserve it. It's going to fortify you for whatever sort of rejections come your way. So I want to hear from you. I love when you guys share things from this this podcast. It means a lot. I love to hear what you thought of the guest. I love to hear the nuggets of wisdom that really spoke to you. But this week is a little bit different. I want to hear what are you saying yes to? Declare it. Declare that you are not leaving yourself behind. Declare that you are here to do the big things. You are not basic. You are not born to be basic. Even if we wanted to be basic, the truth of us is we're not. There's never going to be another one of you. But when you're trying to be like other people, you really devalue yourself, your treasures, because you're, you're taking yourself away from them. So I want you to unapologetically own who you are and step up and recognize that rejection is a redirection and it's a cosmic or sacred, whatever you want to call a divine redirection. Life is organizing you. And when you step up and you say, I am willing to be the messenger of this, I am willing to be the channel. All you have to do is take the steps that you're guided to take and recognize that everything that happens along the way is actually for you. So I want to hear what is it that you're stepping into? What are you declaring? What is your big thing that you're going out after? Because I dared you. I dare you to get rejected this month. And maybe you won't. Maybe you're going to go after and you get the yes. And hell yeah, I will, I will be over here energetically double high-fiving you, cheering you on. Because sometimes we don't get the no. Because sometimes we only have to ask once. But I would say when you're going after it, you're kind of like a, so what? Reject me. 
because I know that there's a destiny here for me that cannot be rejected because it wasn't given to me by another human. And it can't be taken away by another human. It's something greater than. So I want you just to sit with that. And if you are someone who's like, you know what? I really want to anchor into this awareness. I want to be more mindful. I want to be more aware of the physical kickbacks that I'm feeling that keep me small. I want to be more aware of the way that I sabotage myself or keep myself small or don't allow myself to dream big enough to even know what the big ask is, then I invite you to join my Harmonious Shift community. You will not regret it. And if you don't like it, you can leave. It's ongoing. It's $33 a month. And what we do every single Monday live is we do my favorite activating meditations. And I actually have my own method of meditating taking like little tidbits of the tools that I've learned in all the different places and teachers. And I found what works for me. And that really allows me to be in that harmonious hustle because you know, you know that I'm a big action taker, but I will not take action when I'm not aligned. I don't take action just for the sake of it because someone else tells me to take action when I am called to, but I make sure that I'm tapping into the call and asking, what do I need to do here? How can I be my highest expression, my greatest expression? So if you want to be in a community full of people that are thinking that way, surrendering to that and opening up to that way of living, join us. Monday meditations, there's a portal with archives of meditations and masterclasses. And in December, I'm teaching a specific ceremony, what I call a grieving ceremony, but we're grieving unworthiness. So whatever part of you, conscious or unconscious, feels like I'm not good enough, I don't deserve this. I'm not enough, period. We're going to tap into that and we're going to purge it in the most beautiful way. You're going to feel so much lighter and alive on the other side of it. And it's totally free included with this. So guys, you have to get in there. So if there's anything that you want to check out there, it's on my website. It's on my Instagram. And if we haven't connected on Instagram yet, pull out your phone or you may be already on it and just type my name in the search bar. You'll see me and reach out. I love to hear from my listeners. So have a beautiful, beautiful, blessed day. And there you have it, my friends. I want to know, what's your favorite takeaway from today's show? I love when you share your highlights from the show. Be sure to tag me when you share so I can give you a proper shout out. If you haven't already, subscribe. And while you're there, rate and review because your feedback, it really means the world to me. Until next time, remember to harmonize your hustle.